Sarah and, and with my wife Denise here, we are the, just the pastors here at Eden Christian Center, Pukekohe, and if you're here for the first time, it, it is a real privilege to have you with us today, and just want you to sit back and relax, but, but what I want us to do, come on church, could we just give them one more welcome, if you're here for the first time, maybe guest, a big round of applause, fantastic. So good to have you all, so welcome here. Uh, we, we do have some great children's programs just down the street there. If, if you want to come and see Cheryl or anyone in a black t-shirt, if you're not quite sure where they are, they would love to take your children off your hands so you can have a whole half an hour of just relaxing. That'd be awesome. Hey, fantastic. Uh, I love the fact that here at Elam Christian Centre, we exist to be a centre of hope, to reach, serve and influence our community uh, and uh, this city and our nation for God. Uh, one of the things that I, I so love about, about Elam is that if you're here for the first time or the 222nd time, uh, that we will always welcome you as family because we believe that people matter to God and, and that means you matter to us as well. And, and it's so cool to hear people's stories from people that are coming in and just feeling welcome right from the get-go. But that's so, so good. We are that church that will expect breakthrough. Uh, we always pray if you're not unfeeling well or, or sick or you've got any prayer needs at all, we are that church that will pray uh, expecting a breakthrough because we believe that Gaia God is a supernatural God. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. There is no other God that's greater than the God that we serve today. Uh, and, and we love that you invite people to come. You are, you are allowed, please, this is free permission to invite your whole street to church if you would like. We will give, we have at least five crunchy bar boxes at the back. We will give them all a crunchy bar. If you bring them, it will be so good. So, so good. Uh, I, I, isn't it? So we, we've got so many things coming up over the next couple of weeks. So, so if you haven't, uh, haven't been a part of our Facebook group, please go on and search for Elam Christian Center Pukekohe. Uh, and that's like an in-house group where we can get information out to people and notices or, or needs or prayer requests, all those kind of things as well on their Facebook group. So you can, you can check that out. And, and something that's coming up next week, which is really exciting uh, for me as well, is uh, after church at our new building in Cape Hill Road uh, at 12 o'clock, 12.30, uh, we've got our next missions lunch. And this is a, we have a special guest coming there who, who's the, a man who started one of the ministries that we, we support in Sri Lanka. It's a, it's a girl's home in a place called Candy. Uh, and he's going to be uh, here next Sunday afternoon and, and at that lunch. So, so if you're interested in global uh, missions and international work, please, why don't you book that in and, and check that out next Sunday afternoon. This man's story will blow your mind, uh, some of the things I've seen and what they're doing. So you can make sure you get to that as well. Come on, I think we need to pray. Eh? <laughs> Father, Lord, we just thank you for your goodness, Lord God. Lord, we, we thank you that you are here, Father God. And Lord, we stand upon your word and your promises that not for one single moment have you ever forsaken us, O oh God, and will you ever. And, and Father, today I, I thank you for our amazing country, Father God. I thank you for the journey that we've all been on this week, O oh God. Lord, would you pour out your love and care and compassion upon families affected across our country, Father God, Lord, especially in Christchurch. And Lord, as we, as we walk through this next season, Father God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can confidently stand upon your word and tell the devil, not today, devil. Uh, fear is just a liar and it has no grounds here in this country in Jesus' mighty name. So Father, today, Lord, as we, as we talk about all the things that you've got planned for us, Lord, as we step out in faith, I pray that, Lord, would you come and speak real clear in Jesus' precious and mighty name. Come on, everyone said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Great day to be in church. It's, it's so amazing. And, and I'm so excited that today is our Vision Sunday. And, and what that means is that 
at the end of our service today, we're going to be receiving our once a year uh, vision offering. And, and, and this year, uh, we are going to, uh, we're making uh, our offering to, to purchase carpet squares uh, for our new building. And, and I'm so excited that uh, people have been asking me, how much carpet do you need? A lot. Um, and uh, we need a whole lot. And, and so, but it's so exciting because uh, it's amazing what God has been doing and, and we're seeing progress on our permit. So the permit is on its way. There was uh, just another consultant involved this week. It's kind of like on a slow boat from China, but it is coming. Uh, and so come on, we just need to keep praying about that too because as soon as that comes through, uh, construction and things will start on our building. So today our, our whole offering is going to be targeting uh, this carpet squares and and what we're going to be uh, able to do when we purchase the carpet squares is, as you'll see on these ones here, if you come and check them out afterwards, is that, that we've written different things and names and things on there. So, so this year, we, before we put our carpet tiles down, I'm wanting to write my family's names, people I'm believing in, and, and expecting them to come to know the Lord and to know God. So, so you're going to be able to do that. We're going to be able to do that as a church family uh, as the carpet comes in. So, but we'll be doing that at the end of our service. Uh, now, because here's the thing, Ab above anything else and, and above facilities and, and everything we can think of is, is we need to make room for more people. We want to make room for more people we, and we want to make it as nice as we can for those people when they, when they come. Uh, so this morning uh, we've got just a, a special video from Pastor Luke which is about 10 minutes long and then I'll just jump up at the end of that. But come on, why don't we check out the big screens right now. From humble beginnings in the Howick Intermediate School Hall, what started as a dream in the heart of Pastor Luke and Marilyn Bro has now grown and flourished into all that we are today. We are a faith-based, gospel-centered community, and for over 30 years, we've been impacting our nation and the nations of the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. As an organization, we're made up of many parts in multiple locations, each part important, each part necessary for fulfilling our God-given vision. We are one church in multiple locations. Our campus churches meet throughout Auckland City and into Whangarei. All our campus churches have relevant contemporary services, and everything we do is designed to create a place where people can know God find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. As a church, we're committed to reaching into the local community and equipping and empowering all people. We are passionate about the next generation and have dynamic programs catering to children, youth, and the whole family. As a church, we are committed to missions both at home and across the world working strategically with key countries and partners to make a global impact. In addition to our church programs, Elam Christian Center is also a key beacon in the education sector. We have multi-campus schools providing world-class, faith-based education. The new facilities at our Golflands campus would rival anything in New Zealand. We also have a Christian kindergarten and Early Learning Centre. Once high school is over, we offer tertiary education in the form of Elam Leadership College, where we are committed to training, raising and releasing the next generation of church leaders. Although we are many parts, we are one. We are all united under one vision and one leadership. 
with a common purpose, mandate, and mission. This is our collective strength. Like a body made up of many parts, it is this unity which causes us to be a powerful force for the kingdom of God in our generation. Welcome to Elam Christian Center. Hi, church. Pastor Boyd and I recently got back from the Philippines where we were meeting with uh, Elam pastors from around the Asia Pacific region and some from the United Kingdom. It's one of the exciting projects that we're working on at the moment where uh, we have over 50 Elam churches, uh, 50 nations where there are Elam churches. And uh, it's been a very loose arrangement, but we're just looking at bringing them together and uh, uh, seeing uh, what strengths each other has and seeing how we can come alongside of each other and work. For example, in Nepal, they have an exciting uh, church planting program. Uh, in Pakistan, they have uh, a great work where they work to free children that are tied up in slavery, uh, working long hours uh, uh, from a very young age in factories, and they look at free, uh, freeing them, educating them, setting them uh, on a pathway where they can prosper. And so uh, we're just working together with them. And, uh, you know, the Bible says to us that in Psalm chapter 2, verse 8, it says, Ask of me, and I will give to you the nations as an inheritance. And uh, I'm really excited. I believe that verse. I'm claiming that verse as a promise for us uh, in Elam. Well, part of uh, my talk in the Philippines, I shared a little bit about uh, our journey. And again, it just struck me again, just the amazing journey that we have had uh, over 33 plus years. And uh, we started in a school hall. Um, the church office was in my garage. Uh, we've grown from there today. We utilize uh, 10 different locations. We have, have over 12,500 people that attend our uh, weekend services. Uh, we have over 1,200 students in our school, over 60 uh, students in our Elam Leadership College. Uh, we have our preschools along with a large uh, missions program. Uh, it's been an incredible journey of faith and through it all we've seen the miraculous hand of God uh, every step of the way. And yet, really, there's that sense that we all carry that this is just the beginning. Uh, we're only laying the foundation. Uh, people say to me, uh, have you retired yet? I think, no way. There is just so much that is happening at the present time. It is too exciting. In 2018, uh, we opened the Elam Christian College in Mount Albert. The way that came about was just a, mir a miraculous uh, encounter where God brought uh, someone across our path to open up the door for this to, uh, to happen. Uh, our school is now spread over three campuses. Our principal, Murray, is spread over three campuses. He just managed to survive the, the last year. Uh, but there are some other things uh, that are in the pipeline that are coming up for the future. They say, will 2019 be a little bit quieter? No way. There's no chance of that. They say that rust never sleeps. Uh, well, our vision must never stop. The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. Uh, I understand that... Uh, uh, the full text of that means that without a progressive vision, without an ongoing vision, and so our vision must never settle. And how can it settle when there are countless thousands of people that are heading to a lost eternity without Christ? The opposite of this verse is true. With a vision, the people flourish, and uh, we want the ministries that we have as a church uh, to flourish. This year we've opened up our new $15 million uh, expansion, Elam Christian College Middle School in Golflands. 
and uh, we were able to build this through uh, an unbelievable uh, provision of finance that came about through selling some land. Uh, two weeks ago we opened our sixth campus in Papakura under the leadership of Adam and Darcy Frost and again that was very exciting opening Sunday there with over 400 attending uh, that Sunday. We're in the final stages of going through the Auckland City Council uh, so that we can complete and move into a bigger premise in Pukekohe. Uh, we've outgrown the uh, theatre that we've been meeting in there for the last uh, couple of years and uh, so uh, very exciting building that we've uh, managed to lease there uh, that the moment we get permission from the council we will um, develop that. And we are moving towards selling the top car park uh, at Botany so that we can free up finance so that we can uh, develop the Botany Church building. Uh, the Botany Church really has been our flagship church uh, through the years and has uh, really been the key for us being able to finance many of the other projects that we have done but it is badly in need of some updating especially in the area of the CAF and the uh, children's areas we really badly need to do some work extend those areas and so we want to free up some cash by selling that top car park and then removing uh, as many buildings as we can now that we've developed the middle school in Golflands uh, we want to move as many buildings now that are vacant uh, on the botany side so that we can uh, add more parking uh, down there. We're also working on plans to develop the warehouse in Manuera and uh, turn that into a church auditorium. And uh, same problem, a good problem. Uh, we're outgrowing the chapel area where the church meets at the present time. And add to that, uh, there are all the reason why we do what we do and that is because um, we want to see men and women, boys and girls, one to Jesus Christ. And we've just seen just a huge increase in the number of people that have been giving their lives to Christ and have been uh, baptized. Our Elam Network, which really is our vehicle for training up our pastors, in the last couple of years we've been bringing pastors up from uh, our key city centers and uh, just including them uh, in the training of our own pastors and, and leaders. And uh, there's been a demand. Uh, from uh, throughout our other Elam churches in the country, uh, put up the hand say, hey, can you come and help us? And so Pastor Steve will go through the country this year in the key center in, in uh, not only Auckland, but then also into Wellington and Christchurch and extend uh, our training programs down there with our Elam pastors. And then there are key countries that we're working in. We have like China, Vietnam, Cambodia, we have Sri Lanka, India, Bangladesh, and uh, Pastor uh, Mike Griffiths is leading a program to train the pastors in these nations. So it's one thing just to see churches established, uh, but the pastors are untrained. And uh, so we find that what happens is false teaching comes in, cults come in and begin to teach wrong things. And so, so Pastor Mike, he's developed a program uh, which he's gonna take teams through those countries to train up the pastors uh, there in uh, those that have had no formal training. So there's exciting days ahead for us. And I'm just going to hand over now to your lead pastor and uh, they will share a little bit of, about the local vision with you. Thank you. Awesome, come on. Isn't that good? Isn't God good? That's so exciting. Um, uh, pastor Lucas feels like he's a young 19-year-old just wanting to go for it some more and 
And uh, it's been amazing to see some of the provision there uh, around the country uh, for this as well. So, so it's been amazing here for us locally in Pukekohe that well, God has really blessed us over these last few years. And uh, as we've grown and we've seen more and more people coming every week and uh, we don't have too many seats left and, uh, and the facilities here are just kind of giving us a bit of grief. I, I must, must point out for, the, for our sound guys and our band this morning, can we give them a big round of applause? It was, uh, they did, did so well today. Every, every week uh, we come and our, some of our sound gear is just uh, in the theater. Multi-use is just not easy, but they do so, so well. So, so thank you guys for that. And, and our children's programs are down the street and, and, and you know, they're filling up as well. And the foyer, I don't know if you've uh, picked that on the foyer afterwards. It's so good to see everything full, but it does get quite noisy as everybody's talking and catching up. So the reality is, is that, uh, that we need more space. And God has been incredible uh, providing this new building for us in Cape Hill Road. And if you haven't seen that over the next couple of weeks, you're most welcome to pop down. We've got a coffee machine there now, praise the Lord. We can make you a flash coffee. I'm, I'm getting pretty good at making coffees, no complaints yet. Um, and and the, the reality is that we need more room because here's the thing, what it all comes down to, whether buildings or not or nice coffee machines or not, it's all about people. Uh, God is sending us people. We want to see this, this city, uh, the towns around this area, one for the Lord. And, and I think, geez, I believe that God is, is going to do something amazing over these next, in our generation and for the generations to come and seeing thousands upon thousands of people come to know the Lord. And, and, but we need more space. And, and so I can't wait to, to, get, uh, to take you to our new building in Cape Hill Road. And, and the plan is to get there as soon as we can because, because here's the thing, it will be a facility for us to, uh, to be a center of hope in our community there to reach, serve, and influence people for God. And, and it'll be a place with more seats. It'll be a place where there's a mother's room, praise the Lord, says the mother's. There'll be uh, some creches there and, and some rooms for young people and rooms for a power zone and all the children's programs. But, but ultimately, it's a space where a facility that we can use for the glory of God to see people come to know God, to find freedom, to discover their purpose and make a difference in their world. And, and it's been amazing because every week, uh, every week I talk to people afterwards when we're having coffee and I, I hear people who are shifting into the area and, and then there's some people who shifted from the other side of the world and, and for so, they, they've found Elam here, they've found this church here, they've been welcomed just like the family and, and, and they've found a place to call home and I just love that. Uh, it fills my tank every week to see new people coming and to see people smiling and to see them uh, getting welcomed every every single week. It's so, so good. I, I, I also, it, it does my heart good when I hear stories of, of people in their journeys and, and some of the tough stories and the tough upbringings and the situations that people are facing. And, and they're coming here, they're, they're finding a small group and they're finding friends and they're, they're getting uh, prayed for at the end of this service and they're getting impacted by what God is doing. They keep coming back every Sunday, which is so good. And seeing God do things in people's lives and in situations, it's what we're all about, to see the power of God come and touch each individual life. And and if you're not a Facebook person, I would encourage you to get onto Facebook because we, the other thing that each week I see on our Facebook group, there's, there's a needle come up. Like somebody needs some home furniture or they'll need some food or they'll just need some prayer. 
And, and immediately there's all of these, if you don't know what an emoji is, I'll tell you later, but there's all these little emojis that come up and say, we're praying for you, we're praying for you, or we've got this, we'll bring it around, we can, we can get you some food, we can get you some support. And it's amazing to see uh, how just that small Facebook group is working for people as well. It, it does me good each week to see how the family of God is looking out for people and just loving people. The building permit for our, for our new facilities is on its way real soon. Construction will start real, real soon. Uh, and, and I want us to get there for our Sunday morning services ASAP. Tomorrow would be good. Uh, and, but Because here's the thing. There's people that are out in our community that need some hope. And, and I believe that you and I carry a message of good news that people need to hear. Uh, and more and more people will be able to come. So we want to make more room for families, more room for young people, more room for seniors, more room for our kids and for the future generations to come. So as I said before, uh, our 29 vision offering will be going towards these carpet tiles here. But here's the thing I want us to totally understand, is that every carpet tiles, we're, we're doing our carpet tiles because they, they, they represent, we're doing that for the people that are going to come. And that's our sons, our daughters, our families, our, our grandparents, our our community people, the hairdresser, the doctors, the, the teachers, the, the people that uh, may, are homeless in our community, the people that are sick in our community, we're doing it for them, for our kids and for the generations to come. In your notes this morning, let's, let's read the scripture there from John chapter 6, verse 1 to 14. Uh, it, it says this, as Jesus sat down, he looked out and he saw a massive crowd of people scrambling up the hill, for they wanted to be near him. So he turned to Philip and said, where will we buy enough food to feed all of these people? Now, Jesus already knew what he was about to do, uh, but he said this to stretch Philip's faith. Philip answered, well, I suppose uh, if we were to give everyone only a snack, uh, it would cost thousands of dollars to buy enough food. But just then, Andrew, Peter's brother, spoke up and said, look, here's a young person with five barley loaves and two small fish. But how far would that go? And this morning, how far would that go? We know how far it does go. And today, it's like what you carry in your heart this morning. Maybe we don't understand how far that gift could go and the talents or the what you're carrying inside of you today. But can I say today, when we willingly offer it to the Lord, it will exponentially increase in power and volume and capacity under the Lord's hand. So have everyone sit down, Jesus said to his disciples. So on the vast grassy slope, more than 5,000 hungry people sat down. Uh, and Jesus took the barley loaves and the fish and he gave thanks to God. He then gave it to his disciples to distribute to the people and miraculously the food multiplied. With everyone eating as much as they wanted, when everyone was satisfied, Jesus told his disciples, now go back and gather up the pieces left over so that nothing will be wasted. The disciples, they filled up 12 basketfuls of fragments, a basket of leftovers for each disciple. All of the people were astounded as they saw with their own eyes the incredible miracle that Jesus had performed. And they began to say among themselves, he really is the one. Here's the thing. Have you ever had someone take your lunch? 
Have you, how many times have you had someone take your lunch? And, and this is actually a, a, an amazing story when you think about it because it all hinges on a person uh, giving their lunch to Jesus. And, and I've uh, often wondered, what say, the, what say the young person didn't want to give his lunch? What say he held on to his lunch? We, we probably wouldn't have been reading this story today uh, if he had. Or, or what say he had a really stink attitude about giving away his lunch? He squashed it all up, threw it on the ground, and there you go. We, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be reading about this story today if he wasn't willing to share his lunch. See, the power in this story is this, is I believe it's in the willingness of him to give what he had to Jesus, not under, under compulsion. It doesn't say we had to, they had to drag him kicking and screaming. He, he gave his lunch. He offered his lunch. He, he didn't have a hard sell or it wasn't demanded, but it was simply offered what was in his hand, what he was carrying at the time. And and the miracle, I, I believe that the miracle in this story was how Jesus took hold of his lunch, multiplied it many times over exponentially, many times over a small gift and that was able to feed over 5,000 people. The amazing thing over the past month is that, that I've been uh, praying lots and I've been on a bit of a journey myself and, and I've been praying that, that God, I want you to use me, God to bless other people, for, that I could give, to, uh, give something to, to, for our city, for our, for our church, that our, our church may use it to, to build uh, uh, facilities, yeah, but to reach more and more people for the kingdom of God. And, and I had this dream of seeing thousands of people come to know God, uh, to, to find Him and, and to discover what He's placed in their hearts. And, and as I've prayed, I, I said to God, God, I want you to bless me. And as I was praying, He gave me this figure, and my immediate answer was, God, I don't have it. It's great to, you know, it's those times when you have these things and when you get a request and you think, wow, that's fantastic. Wow, that's awesome. But I don't have it to give to you. If I did, I would have. And, and so I've been on this journey about, about what it is to be a vessel uh, for, for God and, and for other people. So I, I started praying and said, God, I haven't got it. You probably know that. Uh, but, but here's the thing. If you want to give it to me, if you want to pass it by my way, if you want to provide opportunities for me to get this, I'll promise I will give it to you. And it's been an amazing journey of saying, okay, God, I want to bless, I want to bless. See, but the reality is, if we don't have it, you can't give it. And I think there's a miracle in this part where, I've, for me and my, my journey here, is saying, okay, God, I, I want to be open. I want to, I want to do this for you. I want to be able to bless people. And, and today, I'm going to be given the exact figure that he's placed in my heart. I, I don't know how it actually, most of it happened. It, it seemed to just turn up and arrive. But my heart was to willingly give what he provided for me. And, and can I say today that God is an incredible God. He is amazing, is amazing. And and, and, and it's been exciting for me in my own journey, my own personal journey as Daryl, the, the member of Ealing Christian Center, Pukekohe, to see how the God, my God, has provided for every step of the way for me. I, I've wanted to be a vessel for him that I could take something that he would entrust into me and place it within his hands because I'm believing I'm going to see it multiplied many, 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 many thousands of times over because that's what my God does. That's what Jesus does. Band, you want to come up now? That would be great. I love coming to church every week and, and to see everyone's smiley faces every week and to see new families coming. It, it always makes me happy to see families and people getting connected into this church family. I love seeing our children come to know the Lord and but also learning about 
in Power Zone and under fives in our Sparks programs, our, our smallest of children are just learning what it is to be a kid and, and to love the Lord and what it is to be a school, child, uh, school children uh, and to follow Jesus in their worlds. And, and the church that I see is one that, that where people walk, come from all walks of life, from any part of the world and from all ages and stages and come and to find a family to do life together with. And uh, right now there's a slide going to come up of our, of our Yates Road property. And that's the, the property that Pastor Luke mentioned about, uh, about where we're the future. We have 24 acres there just behind the V8 track. And a part of that vision for us as a, as a local church here is to uh, yeah, establish Elon Christian College and our Pukekohe campus where, where more children can, can join the other amazing schools in town and, and come and get a contemporary Christ-centered Christian education. And and our facilities there, the dream is that one day we'll see a, a, a school there and a church facility there as one uh, being a center of hope for our, our region and our community. 24 acres, it's got lots of cows on it at the moment. But one day we'll see lots of cars on there and lots of people on there. I can't wait to see that day. And, and why would we do that? The whole thing is this, is that the church uh, that I see is, is one where, where our children grow in their faith and influence their world. It's like... It's like children come into our programs right now with families and, and they'll go through schooling and, and maybe they'll find their, their husband or their wife here in this church. Maybe they'll have their children here. Uh, they'll, they'll go through life. They do life together in a church family where they're supported and loved and they're equipped. And, and you know what? Then there's one day where we come together and we celebrate when someone gets promoted to glory and goes home to be with the Lord. And, and then our children, once again, they have their children and and this, uh, this big circle of doing life together. What we're doing today is all about doing for, for now and for the generations to come. It's about doing life together. And, and it's about making room for more people. Because the church I see is a center of hope. It's a center of hope in our community. It's a place to call home. Somewhere where we can find family and I know for people across the, who have come from other parts of the world and maybe alone you have no family here, this is a place where you can call home. It's a place where we do life together. You know, this past couple of weeks, this past week hasn't been an easy one for our country and for people here, but, but you can come here and you can find support and encouragement and prayer and, and guidance and wisdom on everything that we face. The church that I see is a place for everyone of all ages and stages from anywhere around the world. It's a place of generations uh, now and to come. And, and especially we're, we're trying to get a, a youth program off the ground for all our younger people that are in high school. And, and hopefully I've got some, some great news coming for you shortly there around that. But, but it's also a place of next steps. It's a place where we can take more steps in our journey with the Lord. Because here's the thing, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. They're plans to give you a hope and a future. Come on, let's pray right now. Almighty God, we, Lord, right here, right in this place in 2019, Father, we, we thank you for everything that you've done, oh God. Lord, we thank you for everything you're going to do, mighty God. And right here in this place, oh God, Lord, I, I thank you for bringing people from all over the world and all over our city, Father God, all over the district here. And Lord, I commend them to you today. Lord, would you pour out 
your blessing, your hand upon each one, upon the families, Lord, and the children and the, the, the senior people, Lord God. And Lord, we praise you today for providing work for people, Lord God, and for your provision and for healing bodies and minds, Lord God. Lord, we're a, we stand in awe of your magnificence, Lord God. Lord, that even the wind would obey your command, Father God. And, and so, Lord, you are the Christ. You are the Son of the living God. And, and Father God, we declare that over our lives, this church and over our nation today in Jesus' mighty name. Just maybe you're here this morning and, and maybe, maybe you're just wondering what this whole thing about Jesus is about and what is church all about. Can I, can I say that if you don't know Him today, maybe, maybe you feel like your life is far from Him and I would love to invite you to uh, to pray this really simple prayer with me, because the truth is this, is that, is that God loves you and He made you. He's got a great plan for your life, but, but at times in our journey, we can, we can really mess things up, and, and there's a separation that comes between us and God. And so today, if you're here, if you want to know His forgiveness and His love for your life, and can I invite you to pray this prayer with me, just right now, silently in your heart. Just pray this, pray, pray dear God, I surrender my life to you. I know that I've sinned, but I believe that Jesus, you died for me. I turn from my old life. Make me brand new today. I choose from this day to live for you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Church, right now, you can, you can look up right now. Can we make some noise for every person that prayed that prayer for the first time or maybe coming back today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is so good. That is so good. Now, now what I want you to do, if that was you this morning, we would love to help you on this journey of, of finding God and just knowing the freedom that He gives. And those this Orange Connect cards are in front of you right now. Even if you start now, you can fill those out now and pop those in the buckets that are going to come around because we would love to support you, love to pray with you and help you on this journey with that you've started today. Father, we praise your name. Lord, we glorify you today for who you are and for what you're going to do in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Awesome. Isn't it an exciting time to be in Elam? <laughs>